0: Hey, everybody. It is Dave and Jeff. It is August 14th, 2022.
1: What have you been doing since the last time I saw you, Dave? Oh, man.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Today, has been hot. Yeah, <laughs> I've been looking yeah, for that dude. Alan
1: Taylor pool. That's what dude, I've been looking for. <laughs> it is hot everywhere. Okay, look. Obviously, a lot of people want to talk to T's. We had some fun the last couple of days. Told you there's some breaking news for this particular show tonight. Put a couple of things out for BCP. Dave, I hate when people dick around and say, hey, we'll get you all that coming up later and make you fuck around because it's a waste of time. Can we just knock out the BCP thing really quick and then we'll get into Tatis? Go ahead. I'm almost surprised you're announcing it today, but okay. I have no problem announcing it today. <laughs> I mean, we'll just, we'll tell you what it is. Okay. We'll tell you where it stands and, and we'll go from there, okay. right? I'll just be honest with everybody. So, needless to say, the last couple of weeks have been a little wild for me. It all started, I think, uh, gosh, I think it's three weeks tomorrow. It is. When I was at the airport and everything went kind of uh, off the rails. Haywire? Haywire, yeah. (laughs) Does anybody use that anymore? But, um, yeah, I'll tell you exactly where everything stands today. I don't have any problems. If it it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, so be it. But we have a pretty candid Uh, relationship with this audience, so why not? We never edit a thing. So last, I think it's last Monday. I don't think it's two weeks ago. I think it's last Monday. Uh, I'm at work at Upper Deck, and I look down, and there's a phone number that I don't recognize on my phone, and it says, hey, we're contacting you from Odyssey. Odyssey is, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, number two, radio. Company in the in the country behind iHeart, number one, number two? Where do they rank?
0: They're one or two. I, d- I don't know what order. And I know if you're number one and we aren't saying you're number one, I apologize because...
1: I, I genuinely don't know. But they're, they're the ones they that They might own. be
0: number one right now from... The, yeah. the, I, I think they're number one from what we're told on steps on how things are going to work.
1: So they own... Uh, Obviously, 97.3. In town, yes. In town. Yeah, let me give you the stations they own in town. They own uh, KSON. They own ninety-eight-one. They own Kixie. They own 97.3, the fan. But Is that 94.9 too? Oh, uh, yeah. 94.9 as well. Um, but the contact that I got was not coming from anybody in, in the local Odyssey building. This was from National Odyssey. And they reached out and said, hey, we want to get you on a phone call. Can we get you on the phone? I said, yeah. So we got on a call, started talking, and they said, hey, we're building a podcast network. We're building a podcast network, and we're going to start with the NFL. And they said, we would like you to host a Chargers podcast. And I said, hang on, what? And they said, yeah. They said, yeah. Uh, they let me know the individual who gave him my number. It's one of my favorite people. I mean, I'm often talking about Mike Shepard or Brian Long on here, two dopes, (laughs) but, um, but this particular guy in 2002 flew me out to Chicago when Dave and I left KFMB, And I did a couple of shows at sporting news radio. He was the program director and we had an absolute blast. Yeah. And uh, he went on and, Ran WIP in in Philadelphia, or ran one of the two Philadelphia stations. It might have been the other Philadelphia station. My apologies to him. Uh, No disrespect intended. And then he went to the Bay, where he's kind of overlooked uh, the game up there where Josh Rosenberg worked, and now runs Odyssey. And said, uh, our contact who called me said, yeah, uh, Matt gave me your name. And that meant a lot to me, because, Dave, one thing you and I have always tried to do is I met Matt twenty years ago, yeah, and I don't know, maybe once or twice in the twenty years since we've been back in the same room. But you build relationships, and well, so, we
0: did the national show for them too. I think in two thousand seven. Remember that up in Santa Monica?
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I yes, right by the airport. Yeah, but um, but I feel like that was Bill
0: Pew at that point. No, I don't think it was Bill. Okay, that was before. No, that was before Bill. Doesn't matter. Okay.
1: So um, Odyssey says we're building a, a podcast network, yeah. and we're going to have coverage for every team, and we want you to host uh, the Chargers podcast. Yeah. I said, great. And they said, uh, well, do you have somebody? Can you think of anybody that want to do it? I, and I said, uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, Dave will do it. And they were like, I don't know if they – there was a little bit, they're up in the bay. Yeah. And I think there was a little bit of confusion that you and I are in the same city. Um, they're like, Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, that would be great. Can you talk to Dave? I was like, no, he's fine. He'll do it. <laughs> and, and, Odyssey laughs and yeah. laughs. And they're like, well, we should check with him." I said, we've done this 24 years. Yeah. He's got the equipment. Like, yeah, he's in. So I called Dave. I'm like, Hey, there's a chance to do a chargers podcast. You want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. I call back. I go, Dave's in. They're like, great. So, uh, the next thing, well, there'll be some other parts of this that we'll worry about, um, down the line to talk about, but the BCP is kind of the working title and it's bolts and it's podcast and it's a couple of different yeah. versions, but it's BCP and it's basically a chargers podcast. So you go, okay, well, what does that mean to us? Uh, the deal isn't finalized, Dave said. That's probably why we're surprised. I, I don't have a problem talking about it if they determine to go a different direction. So be. But it. We determine. Yeah, we might determine to yeah, go. We
0: different. know it's a ten-page contract we have to review. A three-year, ten-page contract.
1: But I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and I, I, think I mean, you're, we, you're, we both
0: said we, we, verbally. We both said we're in. We're in. That's what we said. So I, otherwise, I wouldn't be. I would sit there and look, turn this off, and look at you and go, "What the fuck are you doing?" But I'm telling you right now, we agreed verbally that we're going to do this three-year deal. Three-year deal. And, uh, and we're excited. I am excited. And here, here's the deal. I'm going to cut people off right now. Because as I said to my wife the other day when I was telling her the details, I go, it's amazing how this team works. For years, I fought this team. Yeah. Okay, And there are a lot of things behind the scenes that I've never said on this podcast of why I was not rooting for the Chargers. Okay? Me too. But I'll tell you what. I'm 100% in. And, and I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why I'm 100% in. One is... You guys always determined already that that you know Dean's the bad guy, a hundred percent. This and that. We've gone on this show. We've defended Dean for the point of Dean doesn't have the money to go buy his own stadium. He needed help from the city, like most NFL cities. As I told you, twenty-seven of these teams don't own their own stadium. So Dean went and found the only option he had because there was nowhere to play here. And we've defended him, and people have gone after us for that. Also, I've been covering the goddamn team since they left. I've been driving to LA every single Sunday. We've told you before, even when we didn't like some of the things that went on in the organization, we were fans of the players and the guys that worked for the team, right? Mm -hmm. There's no one that we said, oh, that guy's a terrible guy. We never said that about guys that work there. We would have come out on the show. So when we sit there and we cover this team, they're in Los Angeles. I was born in LA, Jeff's in LA all the time. No offense to the Raiders because I was a Raiders season ticket holder back in the day in the Mm eighties when I was in high school. And at the same time I sit there and I go, I never lived in Las Vegas, it's easy for me to go, hey, this is this is a team I'm all in on. We have a three-year deal. I'm all in on these guy dang chargers. Look at this shit. Look what I bought yesterday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dude, you think this I, is bad? I've already bought a new hat. I bought a new guy dang <laughs> shirt, and I bought a well, guy dang $75 charger sweatshirt. I'm in on this guy dang charger team. No bullshit. I'm all in. I hope they win every game. F well, you guys.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. Mine's a little different. Okay. For me, I'm excited to be back covering the NFL. Yeah. Uh I'm fascinated to watch this team. Yeah, but I, I'm just, I'm very happy to be watching the team day in and day out again in the NFL and covering a team in the NFL yeah. like we've done in the past. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say this. I'll say a couple of things. Yeah, I wouldn't expect. Well, I don't know. I think people are gonna. Some
0: people are gonna get upset locally. But guess what? The the fan base will be a whole different fan base if you don't want to jump on for that. It's we're gonna still going to continue this Dave and Jeff show.
1: Well, that's the other thing, too. I was going to say, I think the podcast itself will be more of a NFL style, much different than what we did when we were on 1360 when we were hosting yeah. Power Hour, and it had yeah. to be because you were in a business relationship and yeah. you had to sell the team's narrative. We could just cover them. Yeah, exactly, we could just cover right. them every day and just talk about it. So it won't be every day. Uh, right now the schedule is to do three shows a week. Could start yeah. probably, I would think, as early as a week from today. Maybe. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. You- Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. 45 minutes a night. So it'll be a 45-minute podcast. There'll be some video elements to it, which will be a lot of fun. It'll be different. Yeah. Um, but the if, other thing... If you so- like
0: us, you're going to get a lot more of us. That's for sure.
1: Well, and I was just going to say, for the Patreon people, um... It means an extra show. Yeah. Uh, not the not the Charger Podcast. Yeah. That is owned by Odyssey yeah. and will be sent out from Odyssey and we'll let you know how they handle it. I don't know if you'll hear any part of it, different clips on 97.3. Probably not. Um, you could, but we're not doing anything at 973. We're not going to fill in. We're not doing any shows there. It's 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 we're making a deal with the parent company of 97.3 we don't have anything to do with adam or any of the day-to-day shows there but it's incredibly fun to be back covering an nfl team day in and day out those shows like i said will be uh the schedule as we plan it right now will be sunday tuesday thursday those uh nfl podcasts will be 45 minutes in length And then we'll be here. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up. We'll load that up to Odyssey. And that, I think, Dave, it means, I would think the days of the hour and 40-minute Dave and Jeff shows are probably over. Yeah, you're
0: probably going to get more shows of uh, probably a 45-minute to an hour show.
1: Yeah, but you'll probably get three shows. Because once we're down here and we've loaded the Odyssey show, we might as well do a Dave and Jeff show while we're here, right? And then we'll determine maybe some of those will be Patreon only. Who knows? I don't know. We can load them all up. We'll figure it out. But for all of you that have hung with us, uh, we really appreciate it. And then there could be some things down the line that change with this show. Yeah. And that could be really exciting. So uh, I'm pretty fired up. I know Dave's fired up. Uh, We're excited to do it. Uh, We haven't done a day-to-day. I mean, I say day-to-day. It's three days a week. And Sunday nights, it's right after the game so it can be overreaction sunday but just watching this team again covering it i wouldn't expect it to be fanboy because that's not really who we are okay. um but yeah we're we're pretty fired up so the bcp like i said I, I think they had said they had talked about uh bolt bolt county podcast bolt city podcast bolt city, bolt city podcast which could change but that's what bcp was so Ah uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're fired up, and uh, thanks to the people at Odyssey, and hopefully everything gets finalized this week. But I really didn't want to hype it and then tell you oh, I can't say anything tonight. Ah, oh, nobody cares. <laughs> for Christ's sake, okay. But uh, but I'm looking forward to it, and especially with a pretty interesting slash polarizing team.
0: And look, again, this isn't just a San Diego thing, obviously. This is if you're an NFL fan. There are Charger fans all over the country. So when you hear this show, it's going to be a little bit different than the Dave and Jeff show. It's going to be an NFL podcast. So if you like the NFL, if you're one of those people you don't like the NFL, that's absolutely fine, too. I understand. There are a lot of people who have drawn their line in the sand. Guess what? The rest of San Diego isn't with you. If you're one of those guys, the ratings in San Diego are still through the roof for NFL football. And you can fight it all you want. I put a thing out yesterday. LeBron James was in town. Yeah. And people, nobody cares about the NBA or the NFL. Well, that's not exactly true. Not exactly. Because the ratings in this town are through the freaking roof for both.
1: Uh, Here's the other fun thing. I'm not going to go too far down the line on this. A lot of people that have run their mouth in this town. A lot of big mouths in this town that don't know anything about this particular show. Don't know anything. They think they do. They don't. The phone call came to us. And when it's Odyssey and it's that network, and they have as many options as they have, if they had advertised for this particular opportunity, they would have had a ton of people apply. Yeah. Locally, some of them currently working, some of them not. When they made the phone call to us and said, we'd like to talk to you, it's. Really exciting, and I appreciate that. I know Dave does, the idea that we can do it together again. Uh, Because come down here and doing this every night, it's a blast. Yeah, But doing that, Dave, and doing it for NFL and doing it for Odyssey and the good people that we've met over there and have really looked out for us and are are building something and want us to be a part of it, means a lot. And, yeah, I just think had we... uh, You know, the right door is open at the right time. Yeah. And certain things have come down in the past. They weren't particularly right. And had we done them, we wouldn't be able to do this. And when this call came, uh, and it doesn't impact anything uh, Dave's doing at Bonita Vista, doesn't impact my day job, we can do it. And so, yeah, for NFL fans, it'll be kind of fun. And like I said, hopefully by next time we're down here Wednesday night, we can hopefully tell you it's done or they can just say, hey, we're out. (laughs) They, I don't know what happened. They were like, get out of here. But congratulations to Pat Curran and, uh, and who? Nick James from KUSI. They'll be the hosts of the – no, I don't know. But, yeah, I think, I think it'll be done Wednesday. Um, Dave, it's, it's funny – That was funny as hell. It's funny watching the Padres today. How did you watch it? Did you watch it? Yeah. They're on, on Peacock? On, yeah. They're on Peacock do you TV. have Peacock? Yeah, I have it because my son's a WWE Oh, freak. I don't have it. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I, it was, were there broadcasters
1: better than Apple? Well, it was uh, Jason Benetti from the White Sox. Okay. Mark Mud did it. Oh, Mud got to do it. Good. Mud did it. And then um, one of the um, Nationals announcers. Okay. And so they did it. So it was fine. And I told Mud, I said, did a great job, and the one thing that I was really happy for Mud is they did not bring up Tatis. Because they didn't? Not really. I mean, not well, a lot. I mean, I, they didn't put Mud on the spot. Well, that's good. They didn't put mud on the spot. But they didn't, it wasn't a storyline. I mean, that's a major storyline. Well, Dave, remember, look at this. Friday night is an Apple TV game. Yeah. Saturday night, Jesse and Mud did it because yeah. on Zoom TV. And then today was again another national game. But I'll tell you this. Man, they found out right as that broadcast was going on the air, I thought Agler and Tony Gwynn did an outstanding job covering that. I don't know how much you got to hear of them. I didn't hear them at all. They, I, I heard, uh, I
0: watched it on Apple TV, but I listened to them this morning.
1: They were very candid in comments about it, and I thought, man, we've, we've talked about it. One of my biggest frustrations with that team has been the idea that I thought, Fernando was making the calls over there on a lot of things. We'll find out, but it sure sounded from the verbiage of A.J. Preller what his message was on Friday when I'm looking on social media and everybody's making excuses. I mean, I love Scott Lewis at Voice of San Diego. He's telling his daughter online that maybe a friend talked him into it. Come on, on, dude. Stop it. It doesn't work that way. Stop it. And I'm seeing excuses on social media, and everybody's cheering for him. It's so stupid and embarrassing. And Preller came out and ripped him. Yep. Clevenger ripped him. Yep. Musgrove ripped him. Machado, Machado ripped him. And Tony and Jesse were very honest yeah. in their assessment of the situation. I give credit to all of them for not insulting the intelligence of the audience and calling it straight on a difficult night. I thought they were outstanding.
0: I agree with the part with the players and especially Preller. I'll 100%. be honest with you because here's always what I say about kids, at least even when I coach, nobody wants to be the bad guy. Like yeah. I, I don't like being the bad guy on this whole thing, but you got to come out stern at the beginning and you can get nicer. You can't sure. go nice to tough. Correct. And just like you said, you thought Tatis was calling a lot of shots. It seemed like Tatis has been calling a lot of shots. Not anymore, right? That's what it feels like. There's a trust issue. I mean, they were That's clear what they on said. it. There's And a, a-
1: maturity issue
0: maturity and trust issue with
1: which is what we've said for two years here
0: exactly right we we've been saying this for a long time so when all this thing went down it was was such a blow where you go you got to be shitting me yeah you kind of felt like i don't know about you just because it's the pods you kind of felt like he's going to come back and hurt his shoulder something's going to happen there's going to be a setback it's not going to go as smooth as we think i did not see this one coming i didn't see it coming because he has a dad that played when the whole thing was going down with PEDs, and he knows the dangers of it. Robinson is his neighbor growing up. Yeah. He was a guy that was caught up in it. You can't sit there and ever use an excuse. You put something in your body and didn't know. When people used mind. to play blame, you know what GNC all the time. Yeah. You can't pull that move. There's a phone number to call. It's like yeah. the same thing. Anyone who gave Henry Ruggs an excuse for the Raiders right. last year, you're out of your mind. You're on the wrong side of this. These guys have a number to call and yeah. sit there and go, "Is this okay to put in?" And then it was bullshit. The, the, yeah. the medication that he said he gave him from ringworm didn't even match up. His lie was terrible. And I, so I, I was I was more pleased that Preller, speaking on
1: behalf of the organization, was like, enough's enough. Enough. We're going to get some yeah. things worked out, including that shoulder. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> uh, my initial reaction, Dave, was heartbreak. And yeah. it wasn't heartbreak for Tatis or anybody else, it was heartbreak for Pete Seidler, who I feel is such a blessing to this town, has come into this town when those of us that are sports fans needed something and what he has done. And the only thing that I believe Pete probably, whether he asked for it or not, is respect back from those he gives respect to. And Fernando clearly did not show respect to the organization which is Pete Seidler? There's a bunch of things that he has done that drive me up the wall. Number one, it's the refusal to get the shoulder addressed. Yeah. Right. Number two, it's continuing to take ground balls at shortstop. That's to me a huge selfish thing. And this deal, right? I mean, I saw the the projected timeline and maybe got hurt. Nobody knows that. That's just fiction. Until he comes out, had he come out? The other night and said something like all of you wrote trying to cover for him. If he had said, look, I was riding a motorcycle. I got hurt. I panicked. I did this because I was trying to speed up my recovery and cover it. And now I'm in a bigger hole and I owe it a lot to this city and the team. Fine. But he didn't. So I don't know why there is an obsession in this city to write excuses for this guy. He is as immature as he is talented. Yes. And in a lot of ways, he's a major league fuck-up. He is a major league fuck-up. And one of the great disappointments to come through here. Because for a guy that's supposed to be the face of baseball and the face of this city, he has no problem spitting in both of those faces. And to me, that's bullshit. So for all of you that want to sit there and hold his hand and rub his hair and tell them everything's going to be okay, go fucking ahead. But that's not how the real world works. And then, you
0: know know? what these people are? These people are the parents that come in when they have to go get called into school because a kid misbehaved and did something crazy, and the principal calls again, and you defend your kid without knowing everything.
1: Boy, I... I,
0: You're defending a guy that doesn't need to to be defended anymore. You look like a fool. You look like a fool when you continue to make mistakes. Look... You can say whatever you want. I understand he's a kid, man. He's a kid that makes a ton of money, and a lot of people are depending on him. A lot so of people. Everybody
1: promoted his maturity a couple of years yeah. ago when he came up and handled everything. Uh, yeah, I get it. He's 23. You've
0: seen, you've seen Fernando Tatis play more than Bob Melvin has. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, yeah. Bob Melvin has never seen this kid well, play.
1: The numbers shown that for the amount of missed games and everything else. Now, listen, I also, and I I, the first thing I put on Twitter on Friday was I can't wait for coach's show tomorrow (laughs) because coach's show tomorrow. You talk about overreaction Monday. Okay. There's overreaction Monday and all the shows will address it. I'm sure the morning show will. And, but then we'll, then we'll get to the main event. The main event tomorrow happens between 10 and two. And that'll be great because it'll be every guy like Kevin in La Mesa, Steven Coronado. And I want to know who, uh, we never had these issues with Bill Allman. <laughs> oh, is that right? Is that right? And it'll just be... Uh, I, I want to listen to that whole show. I've got got—I've got executives in town tomorrow. It'll be every name. And they'll be sincere. Oh, they will be. You know, this guy, I don't know what it is. I don't he probably needs therapy. Is that what he needs? Therapy? Okay, Coach, can I talk to you for five hours after the show today so I can tell you what I would do with him? On Skype. On Skype. <laughs> you're going to get Eric. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be. You are. You're going to get Eric from L.A. He's going to be mad. You're going to get the lady that blamed everything on Gwyn and Chris the yeah. other day. She's going to blame yeah. those two guys yeah. again. It's it's My apologies to Darren.
0: Is she the lady that that said the problem with this team is they need to bring John Smoltz and Greg Maddox in? Is she the same lady?
1: (laughs) Probably. I mean, last time I checked, they're both 60. Yeah. But, but I mean, I've thought about Coach's show all weekend. I was like, it's going to be so good. Oh, my gosh. Because it'll just be every one of those guys, and each one of their asinine solutions will be funnier than the one before. Hey, I hear you. That hurts, you know. I had a guy. If he if he starts one sentence with "I had a guy," and trying to draw a comparison, yeah, behind some shithead taking a home ec class at USIU and on twenty three year old superstar, they they should just and just pull the plug, <laughs> just start playing Christmas music, "Have a Holly." Uh, we're sorry. Hi everybody uh this is the management team at 97.3 due to well we did see it coming <laughs> due to john Cantera drawing comparisons between a 19 year old pothead at usiu and the face of baseball we're now going to take a three-hour break and enjoy some christmas music uh first up burl lives <laughs> but they won't because adam's fuck what else is he doing stocking the vending machine it's bringing up boxes of barbecued lays. Poor kid. <laughs> Poor they won't kid. do. They won't do anything to rain that show in. I've never been more. <laughs> there's not one show I could think of that we ever did, other than. Oh my god! Oh my god! Other than like, uh, maybe the maybe the ESPN 800 shows in the day when something crazy would happen. I I can't I cannot tell you when I've been more excited. Maybe Jim's show after the whole Chris everything, thing, but that was a little bit awkward, too. Yeah, that was awkward. That was just awkward. Um, this is the one where I'm the most excited to just hear this thing go tomorrow. Four hours just, of a train wreck. I think it's going to be four hours of radio gold. I think it's <laughs> going to be amazing. I think every one of these maniacs is going to be so excited to tell Coach they're all writing down their notes right yeah. now. They Just are sitting there eating microwave macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's going to be good. It, it, There's no way that shows the letdown tomorrow, right? Oh, no
0: way. Well, no, he's, he's going to tell a the
1: great story and in. I'm going to let
0: him share his story about the, the local kid. Oh yeah, of uh, course. but I'll, I'll tell that story and talk about he's having a great weekend and lo and behold, look what happens. But coaches show, I agree with you hundred percent, man. This 10 to two tomorrow is going to be outstanding See, let me ask you, though. Here's the deal with Fernando, okay? I have a, my phone set up where anytime Jeff Passon tweets anything, goes, boom, it alerts me that second. Okay. So I'm walking in the house. I see Jeff Passon, Click on it. Didn't expect that. Right. Tell my son. I go, man, he, dude, he looked like. Like Hulk Hogan punched him in the chest. He was so devastated by Passin? it. Passon? Uh, no, yeah, when Passon tweeted that, that yeah. about Fernando. But when I told Josh,
1: oh yeah, yeah he was yeah. so,
0: so upset by it. And then I, it, I was like, dude, I am not I don't have any jokes. None of this is funny. No. None of this is cool. None of this is funny. This is Sandy Diego going all in, knowing that they're going to lose pitchers in the offseason, right. the whole deal, and you're going for Soto. And well, let's see what happens. It's, I mean, dude, you, you almost have that perfect car ready to, yeah. to drive down the street as fast as you can. And here you go, and you... Uh, you watch Fernandez, screw it up for everybody. I, I The responses were, were great, just like you just said. The fact that that Clevenger, Machado, uh, Preller was fantastic. There were no excuses for this poor kid. It's what was fair. It was, it was fair. And anyone we who agree. says, oh, they they came out too hard on him. No, they didn't. He's missed. Do you understand now? He's missed 53% of Isn't his that games. unbelievable? I mean, yeah. that's insane. In Major League Baseball, to miss 53% of your games is crazy. You aren't some 37-year-old hanging on yeah. that his body just starts falling apart. He is his own worst enemy. And we, we use that expression all the time. Don't be your own worst enemy. He is his own worst enemy. Yeah. And his his mom, his dad, anyone around him, they're all enablers. They're yeah. enabling this kid to sit there and make horrible decisions. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit that has come out that has fallen to us that we've never shared here because Correct. it hasn't become public. This is one you root for the kid. He talks about right. the statue, wanting to be in San Diego, a hall of fame, all that. Dude, forget about just San Diego. How the hell does the rest of baseball look at this kid for the rest of his career?
1: You're funny, Dave. I I would love... Well, and then they were pissed, too, that he flew back. Yeah. And didn't say anything.
0: Yeah, he just got on a plane and, and flew out. Flew out of Texas and came back to San Diego without telling anyone anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, I wonder for him... We we made the saying, right? Boach's favorite saying was, uh, you know, you're wearing the horns. Yeah. Fernando's been wearing the horns a lot since he was probably, I don't know, seventeen. I mean, there's been a lot built up around him. $30 million was sent in that trade. Saw somewhere somebody wrote, I don't know who, oh, that trade was about Eric Johnson. It 100% was never about Eric Johnson. It wasn't, you're wrong. The trade was James Shields and $30 million for Fernando at 17 because Prowler, to his credit, and ownership, to their credit, ponied up the money to get him and they went and got him. But I really wonder, Dave, what the last couple of days have been like for him because he's been a guy that has sat down in his throne and 10 people have shown up to carry him anywhere he wanted to go and fed him the finest food and the finest water and right drinks. Yeah. And when that happened the other day, those 10 people took that thing and dumped him right off into the Tijuana river and said, yeah, screw you kid. And now, how does he rebuild his reputation? How committed is he to rebuilding his reputation? How much does he want to? Where is he at? And, and the, I mean, he got destroyed, and rightfully so, for his stupid ringworm story. Yeah. Stupid. And he got crushed everywhere for that. So he got crushed for wave one, and he's got crushed for wave two. Um, people make mistakes all the time, but he elected to do this. He elected to do it. And I don't think, right, the old, the old, ah, we build people up to tear them down. No. He made this decision. This yeah. was something he did yeah. that was wrong that's cheating. And if we want to load up and tee off on the Houston Astros for cheating and for buzzers, right, if you want to call out anybody from the Mitchell report, starting with Bonds or McGuire. Palmero, Palmero, Sosa. Yep. And the rest of that group, Roger Clemens, that's fine, but you better hold Fernando to the same standards, or you're, or you're a hypocrite. Yeah. And to me, I look at it, and it's so disappointing. Yeah, you know, I heard, I heard people say, "How do I, how do I explain this to my kids?" You say he's a cheater. Yeah. Why, why do you lie? To your, why is this so complicated? This is a great learning lesson for it your is. kids. What do you mean? How to explain it to your kids? He's a cheater. That's simple. That's what I did. I mean, my kids, it's different. They're 14. But I go, yeah, he let us down. He broke the rules. He got caught, and now he's paying the price. He's a cheater. He tried to cheat, and he got busted, and he embarrassed all. Why, why am I worried about protecting his feelings?
0: <laughs> Here's the other thing that people have said is if Major League Baseball knew in March, why didn't they come out and say it? You know why you didn't come out and say it? Because you wanted to suffer the consequence. If they yeah. would have come out and said, Well, we're ready to activate him now, and then he would have sat his eighty games, and in reality he was healing from the wrist surgery. Major League Baseball did the right thing. Yeah. They knew the Padres were gonna activate him this week, and yeah. that's why they came forward with it. There was it was all the timing was perfect for Major League Baseball where he actually does get punished for a crime he committed. Well so don't sit there and turn it on Major League
1: Baseball. Are you guys out of your mind? But unfortunately, the team gets punished too, and the fans. I got tickets for Saturday. Oh, yeah, it
0: sucks! I got. I know people are tickets right when they thought he was coming back. Now what? Yeah. What happens with all the other bullshit? What happens well, with the bobbleheads and all that stuff? Yeah. Well,
1: it's funny too. I for my world, I got a ton of text messages from people. Who go. What do I do with all these rookie cards I bought? Huh? It's a, it's a value on a Sammy Sosa rookie right now. Probably try to sell. What do I care? I. <laughs> okay. uh, Look, but I will also say this, Dave, as upset and frustrated as we are by the entire thing. Yeah. And there's plenty of you that feel this way. I'm not one. It doesn't mean I'm right, you're wrong, or vice versa. I, I mean, the people that are like, well, we should just cut him tonight. Well, they're not doing that.
0: No. And you can't trade him. There's a no-trade clause.
1: Yeah. They're not doing that. But, but we're going to hear a lot of that tomorrow. I tell you what, I wouldn't mind shipping him out of here and getting Luke Voigt back here. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I'll just say this, too. I'll just say this. There are a lot of you that owe JT the Brick an apology because JT the Brick said Tatis could have been part of that Soto trade. Yeah. Well, you snickered at him. Huh? Yeah. We mentioned it here. Yes. Most of ours was tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, most of everything we say is tongue-in-cheek. But yes. Riling people up. I didn't honestly think they would move him out. and but I the didn't way- want him to move him out. And I still don't want him to move him yeah. out. I just want him to realize the opportunity that he has in front of him. And I would also like him to realize that the world doesn't quite revolve around him. Yeah. And I would just like him to just be half the, the player. I don't care who he is as a guy. It's none of my business. He's got parents, family, not us. I would just like him to show the respect to the organization the way they showed it to him. I don't think oh, that's man. much to ask.
0: No, the organization has been outstanding to him. He can't say anything else. I mean, this is the only time you've heard any kind of pushback at all from the organization. Speaking of the organization, a lot of people reach out and said, did the organization know is that why they pulled the Soto trade? Hundred percent, they didn't know. Nope. You and I may reached out to numerous people in the organization to ask, "Did you know?" Yeah, and everyone said no. We found out basically uh, maybe an hour before it went public by, by passing. Unless so, AJ so. is
1: an incredible actor, but when yeah. you watch his body language, and I really do give him credit. Uh, we've been we've been pretty rough on AJ around here myself. Starting it, I really give him credit. Not only for having the ability to pull off the trades that he did. That was outstanding. But for being very, very honest in sharing his disappointment and not trying to put, right, hey, you know, it's a frustrating day. No, he was pissed. Yeah. And good for him. Because, I don't know, I I would have to imagine Peter Seidler was pissed.
0: But oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, dude, you have an owner that couldn't do more. I mean, most right. people... Most professional teams have these huge ownership groups. From all we know is Siler basically is the guy running Yeah, the there's a handful it's, of investors, but yeah. he's the main guy. He, compared to the, the Guggenheim group? Right. I mean, it's a, the big damn difference of what he's doing. Yeah. Again, here's a guy that if you look at his net worth of $3 billion, he's telling he's willing to give half of his money away yeah. for basically three guys. Yeah. So the team can compete for 10 years.
1: Right. Now they're... Who does that? Nobody does that. No, I mean, my son said, ah, do we still go Saturday? I said, hell yeah, I'm going Saturday. We're going Saturday because I'm going to support Pete Seidler and and that team. I'm going to watch Juan Soto and Josh Bell and Brandon Drury and Manny. Absolutely, I'm still going. And I I would hope everybody continues to go. And I said, well, we'll, usually we eat before we get in the stadium. I said, bud, on that night, that's a Padre night. It's our chance. It's probably our one game. Go down there, hang out, and, uh, yeah. Tell him you can take that bullshit 23 shirt, <laughs> use it as a chamois. <laughs> no, I did not. You can start burning him like LeBron. Oh, my gosh, right? No, I, I didn't say anything like that. So, it's because at some point, Dave, when you have that long, yeah. you hope he comes back. Now, somebody pointed out this, and I haven't seen – I watched the video – Somebody said this. They said you should watch the the video when Soto gets to the clubhouse. Yeah. And they said it's very telling. Now, again, it could just be people drawing things in, right? But they said he hugs Tatis and kind of stands back and kind of looks at him. Like, oh, I get it. a lot of conspiracy theories out. I have no idea. But I was like, oh, I got to check that out, right? But I really do. For Fernando, It it's. Yeah, I mean, he got knocked off the horse, man. But we always say, we always say around here, champions stand up when others stay down. See if he's made of a champion. See if he can get up and, and start to rebuild his reputation. What are you going to do when he hits seven home runs?
0: <laughs> what looks like he can, can't get it over the fence. It's a water track. He looks like... Uh, that's Rob- why people are wondering. How long has he been doing it? You know, that's what happens when you cheat. People want to know how long you've been doing it.
1: Remember uh, Rob Lowe on the DirecTV ads yeah. when he was scrawny Rob Lowe? Yeah. Looks like I'm not having any mayonnaise. That's going to be Fernando. <laughs> Watch,
0: okay, so, so here's the deal with, with Fernando. I'm going to let you know. The first 50-game suspension, he loses $35,273 a day. Okay. okay. That comes out to $1,763,688. right. The last 32 games, he misses $47,619. The, basically, the total he's going to lose. Yeah. Which is nothing, honest to God, to him to everyone else this would be huge money but remember these are pro athletes 3,287,477 and 52 cents that's what he's that's what he's going to miss that is nothing compared to his reputation of baseball that's we're talking thing. locally in San Diego you want to be respected by your peers that's, and yeah. your peers right now aren't going to give you that that respect when you come back to San Diego meaning Fernando I fully expect he's going to get the standing ovation, all that shit you guys are going to give him, you assholes. I don't know. I think those people are going to give him a standing ovation after the motorcycle, which I thought was ridiculous. I think
1: that. I I think because the sheep in this town have been told that it's okay to boo. If you look at the the initial things, the embarrassment of trying to blame it on friends when there was nothing that ever was said about friends or anything else. But again, there's a lot of sheep in this town, Dave. And once they were told that it's okay to be frustrated. Uh, I'm not so sure he gets a standing ovation. He may get, there's going to be plenty of boos in that. I think you're right on the first part, that had he come back, let's say he's back Friday night yeah. against the Nationals, I think you're 100% spot on that, that it's all cheers and everybody's excited to put it behind them.
0: This is a little different. So next year, remember, you face all 29 teams. Okay. Yeah. Those boos are coming road Everywhere trips are going to be tough road trips are going to be tough and yeah. you if you watched uh carlos correa this week where he was in la yeah. and then he was at angel stadium the booze were insane and that's yeah. just southern california where he's getting yeah. it he probably gets it in new york too but Beatles, so southern california gets it Tatis yeah. is going to get it every city on the road
1: yeah for a while
0: for a while and it's tough and you can't say you can say whatever you want i don't hear it bullshit i was watching correa in those at bats he was getting out of there as quick as he could yeah, fuck. Forget his quality at bats. He was the boos were horrendous.
1: Well, and and Manny gets booed at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, Wait. soda soda gets booed. Wait till Tatis yeah. gets there, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole different and level. What they
0: say it might become more than just the booing. You know, you might. That's when you start might hearing the stuff from the crowd.
1: Yeah. Oh, a lot. Yeah, and and when you go around. When you're
0: a player like Machado or Soto and you get booed, you know that's a respect factor. Of course.
1: You know, you, basically yeah.
0: stars get booed. Yeah. But F- Fernando's taking it. It's a different level. It's a different level. Dude, you're made of, man. Yeah. You're going to be a 24-year-old well, kid, and it's going to be tough.
1: The, the, the biggest problem, Dave, is that you lost the room. Yeah, you did. Who gives a shit what happens when you get to Boston or, or San Francisco, any of that? You're playing shortstop. If you get out to the outfield... So what I do? Play in center field for the first 6 weeks, right? Sit out there. But um but you lost the room, man. You did. Uh, and that's pretty bad. Again, I'm not ready to pull the plug and trade uh, I think I would. I trade him right now, I trade for 10 future number 1 picks like the Herschel Walker did. <laughs> well, you can't do that. But we'll hear that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I might just call the Dodgers and say, we'll we'll give you straight up right now to tease for Dustin May. Hey, I'd listen to that. <laughs> I, 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 you're going to hear it. You're gonna hear people cut him, trade him. Yeah. You're going to hear every, boy, I remember, we, we didn't have these problems when Ozzy was here, did we, Coach? Oh, no, we didn't. No, the problem we had is that we won 31 games. Yeah. Like, nobody's doing anything on that team. Leave them all alone. Mike Ivy. Yeah, Mike Ivy's fine. Was always 140
0: his entire career, Jeff. Yeah. Never got a big head.
1: <laughs> what wow. What's going on? Yeah. But just, uh, but, but I'll say this. For all of you that listen that are season ticket holders, man, you guys have been all in on this team. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to hear it from me, but i I just I felt so bad for the season ticket holders, Dave. I feel so bad for Pete Seidler,
0: man, I felt bad for every sports fan in this town because, as we said it last week, the Padres are the team,
1: yeah, they are the team, but I feel bad for the team itself too, because listen, you could say what they all said. he hasn't been here all year, you know, yeah, you know because you have a very easy schedule in August. With a bunch of teams and you go into Miami right after you beat up on the Nationals. But you know what September looks like? Dodgers, a lot of games, right? In-house games. And you're like, hey, we're getting our guy back. September's a tough schedule. September's
0: a tough schedule for this. We're
1: getting our guy back. Yeah. And then not only do you get him back, and it's not a setback because of the wrist. If it had been a setback because of the wrist or the shoulder, it's one thing. But when it's a setback because of a personal decision that was made and then the excuse uh, I mean, Mike Clevenger said it's the second time he's disappointed us. Ooh, well, you don't see that very often.
0: You know, I was thinking of, of of Manny. Wasn't it Washington last year where Manny said it's not about you? Grow up. Wasn't it Was it Washington? I'm trying. to Remember, I, Washington had the big thing. You and I were in an Angel yes. Game, and the gunshots thing happened. Yes. Um, but I thought that well, I thought it was Washington where Manny tried to try to get him in check. Like you're acting immature. It's not about you.
1: Can't uh I can't confirm that, but I, but it doesn't matter. I mean yeah. the But so Manny sort of has in. seen
0: stuff that we've seen on camera, which means Manny's probably seen other stuff. As hard as I am on on Manny for not, you know, giving hundred percent at certain things, I'll say this about Manny. Manny shows up to play whenever he can. Yep. You know, and if you look at the great players, they do. They show up all the time. And he, I, I watch this all the time because I watch a shitload of games. Like Freddie Freeman hasn't missed a game all year. Trey Turner, those guys, Machado, Cardinals. only only it was missed was it was it St. Louis? And he goes, you know, they asked Freddie Freeman, when are you going to take a day off? He goes, after we clinch the goddamn division. He goes, I'm getting yeah. paid to play. Manny has the same thing. They People always love to use the word Manny posts. Manny does post. Yeah. Shows up yeah. to work every single day.
1: He's been a leader.
0: Yeah. Been a leader for that team. And so he's probably seen it, looking down the line going, I was your age once. I was up here when I was 20 years old. I know what yeah. it's like. Dude, grow the fuck up. And that's, yeah. that's what, what, I, what I tweeted out as soon as it happened. I was disappointed yeah. as a baseball fan. Grow up.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it'll really – boy, Dave, you, you walk around there, Lot of lot of fences to mend. Yeah. We'll see what happens.
0: That's something else. That is something else. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor. We said it for a second ago when we started the show. It has been crazy oh. hot. It feels like September weather right now. Right? It's a little yeah. humid. It's warm. It feels like it can't get any hotter in, in California, 90 degrees most of the day down here. Yeah. It was super 530. hot. 5.30. Oh my and La Mesa, it was ninety degrees. Insane, right? What are we doing here? Yeah. This what is why doing? we tell you all the time: you got to call Alan Taylor if you don't have access to a pool. It's time to put one in your backyard. Alan Taylor is your guy. Ask about a bit available financing. He will design a pool for your family that you've never seen before. You're going to be the talk of the neighborhood. Make sure you give Alan Taylor that call at six one nine four four nine four four five two six one nine four four nine four four five
1: two I'll say this from a family standpoint it actually happened today. I, my kids and I were out running around and we're in La Mesa. It's ninety degrees at four fifteen, four thirty and I said, hey usually I get you home about six thirty but I'm like what if I take you there now and uh and you guys just go to the pool, I'll read my book and they're like, Yeah, let's do that. So we go and again this is just a community pool that we used to be at every day, and I think they still utilize, but I hadn't been out there in a long time. Dave, it's just so much fun. Yeah. It's just so much fun. You, you I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I mean, right, like where people say, ah, oh, you've never had a bad day here. I don't know too many people that have had a bad day when you're just hanging out, goofing around in the pool. My two dumb kids are trying to do, Dad, judge my handstand. <laughs> And it's it's awful. It's just not even close. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Right? You're like, God, I watched the team in 84. Mitch Gaylord, all those guys. You're not even close. Peter Vidmar. Peter Vidmar, my friend Cheech Marin. We used to call him Peter Vidmarin. uh, uh, But you're just sitting there. And my one son is just ragdolling, giving it's like suplex cities. So he's giving him the Brock Lesnar suplex. Yeah. I'm starting to swallow water. <laughs> Another one. And I'm dying. It's the funniest thing. Okay. I don't enough. Hang on. Shut up. Two more. Just ragdolling them around the pool. But um, yeah. And on a 90 degree day, when they left, because the community pool, they turned off the heater. So we're walking back up to the house before coming down here. I said, how do you feel? They're like, holy cow. It's funny to say, I'm freezing. Oh, wow. And you go, you didn't expect that. So, yeah, it's just that part of it. Memories from being back at the pool, right? With kids, grandkids, family, the whole deal. Nothing better, and if you're going to have that pool, nobody does it better than tailor-made pools.
0: Absolutely. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to right now. Maybe he's the guy you need to talk to on how to afford that brand new pool. Dan's a guy to talk to with all your money needs right now. So many people have questions. Most importantly, look, if you have the stress of being in debt, it is definitely time to call Dan Williams. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: have a family that's incredibly close to us, that is facing eviction, oh no, and right now i don't, i don't i don 't know him well enough to ask about credit score or anything else it 's not my business, but um I just think there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with different issues uh financially, and nobody can help you faster and more efficiently. Are we getting arrested I think
0: I think so. I turned my mic down so you wouldn 't hear all those. Sirens, what the hell's going on over here? I
1: think Odyssey heard me <laughs> talk too soon. Jump the gun. Um, but Dan can help you and get you out. Start by rebuilding that credit score. Get out of debt. And then use that ability to get yourself into a brand new home, 858 688 6813
0: There you go. Brian Curry, you want to talk to when you talk about that new home. Again, Brian and Dan are working together now. Brian Curry's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than twenty-five years. Again, he's won a ton of awards. Top one percent internationally, certified negotiation specialist, member of the council of residential specialists. Brian's the best. Look, if you have concerns about where you're going and how much you can get for your current house, you got to give him a call.
1: It's very fun owning a house. Now, there are people I know that are dealing with different things, whether it's pipes or leaks or anything else, but the guy who can help you make sure that the home you're buying is the right home and not the money pit is Brian Curry because sometimes we get so excited and we just want the deal to close And we just want the keys that we may make decisions. Uh, It's kind of been the theme. You may make decisions that you want back that you're not happy with. And Brian's going to be there to protect you. Dave mentioned it, doing it for more than 20 years at the highest level. And it feels like they're starting to get homes back on the market. Uh, So start with Dan. Make sure that your finances are in line. Then have Brian find the perfect place. And then have Al Taylor build you the perfect pool. What's better?
0: Exactly. Exactly right. Kyle Pfluger's your guy when it comes to websites. Look, right now, if you have a website that's not working the way it should for your business, make sure Kyle Pfluger is your guy. As I mentioned before, I talked to Kyle last week and uh, we're promoting org through Kyle Pfluger, who's built the website for us. But so many of you guys have heard what we said. We talked about football season starting up. Jeff's kids are, are
1: getting going. Did your kids have a practice game uh, last week? They did, but my son, first day out, helmet to helmet, mild concussion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Tell them, get it together. See what you're hitting. Come on. Yeah. Keep your head up, kid. So many of your shoulder.
0: (laughs) So many of you have reached out to that website, though, since Jeff and I have talked about it last week. Again, there are people in need, and that's what we want to do. We have money that we want to help you out with. Again, you can go to org, and you can apply for for financial help. At the same time, we've had people that say, I want to be involved in that. Yes. Donated money as well. So, again, jakesprojects.org. Kyle Fluker did a great job with that website as he did the Dave and Jeff Show.com. Uh, make sure you check out Kyle if you need any help at all with your website, 619 500 6621. 619 500 6621.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Dave. Uh, we mentioned it because it's expensive and you walk around. I was walking around Helix the other day because they did. They had a practice game against Madison and it's a lot of fun. But you see all the different kids on both sides that have to have those padded shirts and the girdles and the gloves and the shoes. Man, none of that stuff is, you're not going to Kmart anymore buying the pony cleats for $9. Sorry, Dave. Uh, Those days are over. So that's why we're so thrilled with what we built from jakesprojects.org. You can find all the information there. Dave mentioned it. Our thanks to Flukes for putting it all together. Uh, Is your son going to be able to play week one? Uh, he will not play week one, which is coming up this Friday against but, Mayor Mesa, uh, against the Marauders. But, um, yeah, it, look, he's, he's a dipshit anyways because his mom didn't want him to play. He goes head-to-head. Overall, pretty mild. Like, it could have been worse, but yeah. we're taking it very seriously. The sure. trainers are. The doctors are. So that's good. I appreciate everybody over there. But his mom didn't want him playing for reasons like this. And then when she's like, see, this is why I didn't want you playing football. It scares me. (laughs) Not the reaction to have. Dummy. I go, you know what? Keep running your goddamn mouth and you're going to be on the tennis team.
0: He's concussed. Maybe he didn't mean to run his mouth.
1: You ever met that kid? Big mouth. (laughs) Tell him, shut up. God. Uh, yeah i was like what are you doing like don't talk to her like that you got no chance then she's then she's like you're gonna be out oh have you talked to dad i was like okay what's that (laughs) what is that don't drag me down i'm winning here yeah yeah i was like that's a hell of
0: uh, a scrimmage by the way those are two schools are loaded Right? Madison, both yeah, Madison and Helix are loaded. Good. Outside of the your running back you lost last year, Helix, yeah. I think might have more talent than anybody.
1: They're loaded, so they they start with. Um, I've got their schedule. It's pretty good, man. Like their their schedule is especially the back half is pretty tough, isn't it? Yeah, let's see. Hang they on. have
0: Cathedral and Saints like back to back. Oh, dude,
1: it's crazy. So they played uh, Madison. So then they go Mir Mesa. And then Otay Ranch, easy win. Kickwalk. El Camino. (laughs) Yeah. Cathedral, St. Augie, Servite.
0: I don't know what Servite's going to be like this year. I know who they they are, but I don't know what they're like this year.
1: Then they play Mission Viejo, Steel Canyon, Grossmont, and Granite Hills, where Aaron Creasy used to coach. So that's a kickwalk win, too. (laughs) Uh, Grossmont, my friend Robin came from there. She's super hot, so there could be distractions from there. She never but uh yeah, it'll be fun. They nice. they man, Helix, yeah, they don't they don't take any weeks off over there. No, they don't. They absolutely
0: do not. Oh, right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going yeah. August fourteenth. We're going uh, Mila Kunis. Do you know who she is? Yeah, married to Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, that's right. This is her money though. This isn't his money. His money is ridiculous.
1: Dude, this is funny. I, I got a feeling I'm gonna go too old on this and I'm gonna be embarrassed. But I'm gonna say forty two. Thirty nine. God, I, All right. Well, I'm not as far off as I thought I was. Uh,
0: I'll say there's money there because she's been the voice of Meg on Family Guy forever.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Okay. I'll say uh, $40 million. $75 million. Nice. I think her husband's worth $500 million. Jesus. Created, they both seem super cool. Yeah. He started Airbnb, started Spotify, started Snapchat. Yeah. He, he did? He, yeah. He's like an investing genius. Dude. Nice. Fucking guy. Did he his car? That's <laughs> <Went> stupid. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I have been hanging out with Grant too long. I know. Sorry. Halle Berry. 55. 56. Ooh. Uh,
0: 80 million. 90 million. Not bad. Not bad. Magic Johnson. How about Irving?
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. 79. You got to think about this. I think he's. Okay.
0: See Hulu is another Laker show starting up.
1: Yeah. Can I can I say? Can I be right on this? Could he be sixty four? Sixty three. Sixty three. Dude, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say one point four.
0: One point two billion. Yeah. Yeah. Probably one four. Who knows? It's one yeah. one two is what I have here.
1: Incredible man.
0: Two more for you. There's a lot of them on August fourteenth, but two that uh, that you know well. Okay. Steve Martin.
1: Steve Martin. God, it's good too. Um, I'd say 78. 77. 70, I'm right there. Yeah. I think I win both shows. He's like that
0: Sparky Anderson where he looked yes. like he was 77 40 years ago. Uh, Say 130 million. God, you're pretty close. 140. Wow. Yeah, doing pretty good. Last one is okay. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow? Shit. Where well, the age threw me off because it's just, I don't think a Tim Tebow is 29. Up. It's 35. Really? Yeah, it's 35. Uh, 10 million. $71 million. Holy
1: shit. Really?
0: 71 for Tim Tebow.
1: Where'd he make all his dough?
0: Dude, man, if you're religious, you love Tim Tebow. Remember all the Jesus people loved well, Tim Tebow. They
1: did. Yeah, absolutely. I got it. hey, you want to yeah. hear a great religious story? Yeah, go ahead. My sons and I would <laughs> I drive i that question to anybody. Tell my, me a great religious story. My sons and I were down we had to run a couple of errands, so we ended up down on Elcombe Boulevard. Okay. We weren't far from Redford's. So I started laughing because when I was in high school, I sold the Duke card yeah. at Del Mar. And so I was uh 17. then i then I ran it for a couple of years at the start of OTB. But when I worked Del Mar the first year I was 17. So they don't do it as much now. I don't feel like I haven't been to Del Mar as much, but when he used to go through the track, we were hustling the sheets. Who had the double? Dookie had the double. That's what you'd hear if he came by. And so we had a guy that was at the end of the booth and he was about 80 years old and his name was Jake. So I had this guy named Alan King, old school, carny guy that had started at the track when he was 15. Wow. He was in his 60s at this point but looked like he was in his 80s. It's the only life he knew. Hysterical. Huge voice. Yeah, Bob. (laughs) Bob's card. I loved him. (laughs) And then at the end we had Jake whose sales pitch was no card's better than the other Ernie's. <laughs> and Alan King, I'm 17, riding this shitty motorcycle, and my buddy Alan King's in his 60s, old school carny, and he and I would lose our shit. We thought it was the funniest thing ever. Jake, my man, and and Alan's, Alan's whole persona was very much like Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Body, voice, the whole thing. How in the fuck are you going to sell one sheet using that bullshit? Jeff, can you believe this guy? <laughs> so Jake said to me one time, and I was sharing this with my sons. He goes, Jeff, you ever get down to El Cajon Boulevard down there around 35th? I go, well, I live in Cardiff. I'm not down there much, but my buddies own Paris News. I said, yeah, I know the area. You ever gone to the Hare Krishna? I said, what? Uh, Hare Krishna. They got a spot right there on the corner. I pointed out to my son. This is where the building was. Old time San Diegans. You remember where it was. I said, no. Let me tell you something. You go down there on a Saturday. Give them an hour. They're going to give you their spiel about why you should sign up. But guess what happens at the end? I go, I have no idea. One guy walks around. David, I swear to God, it's 100% true story. So one guy walks around and says, Anybody hungry? Jeff, I'm telling you, it's the best goddamn home fries I've ever had in my life. (laughs) So, I'm sorry I'm bringing this news to you way too late. But if you were back there in the late 80s, and you were willing to give an hour of your time to the Hare Krishna, apparently, even with Rudford's five minutes away where you don't have to get a haircut, change your wardrobe, you probably eat for six bucks, but apparently some guy walks the room. Is anybody hungry? And you get Sir Jeff scrambled eggs, banana nut muffins, but the goddamn home fries off the chart. Yeah,
0: that was it. Would you listen to anyone talk bullshit to you for home fries?
1: No, and that. And then I told my son that's the same place where we had the guy that sold the paper, Kenny, and he broken both his legs because he lived above Susie Wong's downtown and he got drunk one night, Dave, and tried to climb into his second floor apartment. Yeah. And he fell and broke both his legs. So it was opening day at Del Mar. It's the first year I'm running the Duke card and the Bedeker card. Kenny didn't have a tooth in his mouth, did not have a tooth in his mouth. So you know how Orsillo's always doing that snap with the paper. Yeah. I'm right there at the grandstand gate and Kenny's wheeling up and Kenny's about six, three big dude and he's in this wheelchair, and he'd push himself up and then snap, snap with the $20 bill. Pushing, snap, snap. Hey, Jeff, I bet you don't know how I got this $20. And, dude, Dave, you know what it's like. You're running, you're trying to get everything done. I go, Kenny, okay, I don't have time for your bullshit. How'd you win the $20? Guy in the back said, I bet me 20 I can't eat corn on the cob. I said, I'm going to roll your flat ass right into traffic. Get the hell out of here. I can't tell you what I did two days ago, but I can remember that toothless toothless bastard telling me, who, what kind of sick, sick fuck gives a guy? Who would bet him? twenty call bucks? him out? Who calls out a guy in a wheelchair? But, hey, they paid up. Yeah, they did. Fast pay makes fast friends. Any of these guys still alive? Oh, God, no. Kenny used to get so... <laughs> Kenny got so drunk one night that he passed out by... Um, Bing Crosby Hall? Yeah. And so he's out cold in the grass. So I had an old 250 belt drive Honda. And I just went and I, my friend Kim Nicholson sold the Racing Digest. I put her on the back of this Honda. And Dave would be like, the yard's like as big as your yard yeah. right here. So just picture of a guy's passed out in the middle of it. So I take this 250 and I'm just... Doing figure eights around him. And he's just snoring. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day I see him. I go, hey, what'd you do last night? I (laughs) just went home. Nothing major. I go, fuck you (laughs) did. What do you mean, fuck I did? I go, you were passed out in the grass, you jack off. I was doing figure eights around you. God damn, was that you? I go, who else rides a motorcycle out here? Hey, he's a laughing dude working at the track was the absolute best the absolute best all
0: right here we go five random questions this is one i pulled off the internet where i, I couldn't see how you can only go one other way with this okay okay would you rather spend a day cleaning your worst enemy's house or have your crush spend the day cleaning your house crush cleaning my yes. house. yes how would it possibly be the other way who,
1: but which one am I, who would my crush be? Who would it be? I
0: don't know. For
1: me, let's say I had
0: Nicole Egger Come over and start cleaning.
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I love Nicole. I don't like that one. I would say, uh, oh, Sharon Tay. Okay. Can, you my gosh, can you
0: imagine Sharon sure, Tay you Or you have to clean Brian Long's house. Yeah. No <laughs> chance of doing that. <laughs> Would you rather spend a year entirely alone or a year without a home? A year alone? Of course.
1: I want to be homeless. I'm pretty much going to be alone either way, right? That's a good point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I can sit here all day and watch games. You and I watch the
1: Raiders-Vikings right now. I was quarantined for 10 days, acted like somebody just, you know, like I was on uh, death row, San Quentin, 10 days I was ready to quit after that, but, yeah, I could make it.
0: Would you rather have a photographic memory or an IQ of 200?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure my IQ's right there anyways, and it's gotten me nowhere. So I'm going to say the photographic memory.
0: I think if you have an IQ of 200,
1: you kind of do have a photographic memory,
0: right?
2: Yeah.
1: Photographic memory would be great for one particular night in Carlsbad that (laughs) you and I both remember. No further comment.
0: Would you rather go on a cruise with your boss, or never go on vacation ever again?
1: Oh, my bosses are great. Oh, there I, you go. That's a oh, good sign. Oh, my bosses are great. I'd go on a cruise. Well, the okay. Listen, my boss who just left and Jimmy Hughes is dying. Our yeah. boss who just left, Chris Carlin, I love like a brother. I, I would go on a cruise with that guy, and then we'd probably be, we'd probably be arrested as soon as the boat got to port because he's outstanding. I travel with him all the time, but oh, yeah. And he, my boss is right. My one boss gets to town tomorrow. He's awesome. Great. Can't wait to see him. No, I'm lucky. I don't know if anybody on my team, what was it? Going a cruise with me or
0: going a cruise with your
1: boss okay. or never going vacation again? Oh, yeah. They, Kenicky Jimmy Hughes, they'd yeah. go with me. Oh, yeah. We'd have a great time. <laughs> but the guys I work for, oh, dude, without, with, and the guys at Odyssey, we'd go on a cruise with these guys. Yeah, uh, we get along with most people. Dude, now Hagen's a champion.
0: We get, uh, we get along with the most people. All right, last yeah. one. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak?
1: Oh. That's a tough one. I know what plenty of you, they're just like, please say B. <laughs> please,
0: just shut up. You know, if you couldn't read, could you get to anywhere you want to go driving? Like, I understand ways yeah. will kind of tell you where to go, but at the same yeah. time, man, there's so many things you read, you aren't even aware that you're reading them. Right, all day. Street yeah. signs. Dude, stats, anything on TV, anything. Yeah. Imagine you can't read the score
1: of a Padre yeah. game. Uh. <laughs> you gotta ask every time, what's the score? They're like sit over to your fucking face. We'd be like the uh the grandparents in Weird Science that got frozen. Yeah. No shit. Where were those two? Yeah, I don't know. I guess Tell me why
0: grandma and grandpa
1: are catatonic <laughs> in the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> right, uh I'll take uh I'd take the inability to read because then I could just yell at Jack, what the hell does this say? <laughs> Till my son just hits me in the face. <laughs> um, all right, I think that went longer than expected, but so what? Fun night, lot to cover. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody. Potentially three shows. We'll see. Holy cow. it will be fun. Yes. No, I'm in. Can't wait, man. NFL. So uh, thank you guys very much. Once it becomes official, we'll send you we'll just put out a tweet. You yeah. said it's official. And for those of you that are Patreon, you'll know what it means. And all the rest can kick rocks.
0: <laughs> all right, well, otherwise, we're coming back on what day. Wednesday yeah we should be here Wednesday night. All right, good deal.
1: See you then.